0: Do not look for a sanctuary in anyone except yourself the Buddha. Hello and welcome to the Taking Back Your Power podcast. I'm Isabel Palacios and I specifically created this podcast to empower and inspire you to create your best life and live a positive existence. Join me as I interview incredible people, share my journey, discuss the law of attraction, and guide you into your greatest version. May you always remember your true beauty, your true worth, and your true power always come from within. So open your mind and your heart, get comfortable, and let's get into it. I am so excited to be diving into today's topic because I have never dedicated an entire video or podcast episode to this whole idea, and that is letting go. And I thought, what better time to start practicing and learning and realizing what letting go truly is and the power of letting go than right now in December, right before we head into a beautiful, bright, powerful new year, 2020, and an entire new decade. Now, if you're listening to this at another time, Don't worry. The art of letting go is something that you should always try to master and use at any point in your life. It's so important that we master this art and this skill in all areas of our life, whether it is manifesting or whether it's in our personal life or our careers or in just wanting something or in dating. It's important that we master the art of just stepping back, laissez faire, hands off and trusting the universe to help us get to the end result of what it is that we want. In the law of attraction, for those of you who are familiar, you know that whenever you want something, you want to manifest it. You basically get specific on what you want, so you ask for it, then you send it off into the universe and you will get it. But the most important part between submitting your order to the universe and actually receiving it and having it in the physical... Is that part, that crucial center part of letting go. Now, a lot of people think, well, if I really, really want something and I want to tell the universe that I want it, if I let go, isn't that vibrationally telling the universe that I don't want it anymore? And no. When you let go and manifestation, you are trusting, you are going with the flow because everything in the universe and the universe's natural order is to go with the flow. It's to go easily through a stream of beautiful, easy path of least resistance. The thing that creates resistance in manifesting is us, our minds, our limiting beliefs, our thoughts. Our idea that we have to force, 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 force our way through to things or that we have to really, really want something and be in desperation for it, for it to come to us. So think about this. Remember the last time you really, really wanted something and you did all the law of attraction steps, you tried to manifest and it just never arrived. Perhaps you were trying to manifest a specific person and you lost them, or perhaps you were trying to manifest a specific job or career and you didn't get exactly what you want. It was because you didn't adequately let go. Now, letting go and manifesting is not about completely forgetting about your desire or forgetting it exists. It's about relieving yourself of the desire, of that forceful, desperate energy that we often get or we often hold on to when we really, really, really want something and it just seems so out of reach and so crazy. Or perhaps you didn't let go in this aspect. You believed that it was just too great and too grand and you would never have it. And it just became an obsessive thing where you thought, wow, I don't deserve it. I'll never have it. And that's why you blocked it. So there are two ways to really block a manifestation coming to you. One is being too attached, wanting it too much, putting it on a pedestal, making it your end all and be all and chasing it when you should just be letting go and letting the universe Or secondly, believing either your limiting beliefs are blocking you or just believing in general that you don't deserve it or it's not possible or that it's too good to be true. This idea of letting go doesn't just apply to manifestations, to these incredible things we want to manifest in our lives. It also applies to every aspect of our life. And the truth is, guys, when we want something, just like one of my favorite books, The Alchemist by Paulo Coelho, talks about how when we want something, the universe conspires in our favor to bring that to us, to bring our desires to us. So all we really need to do is send out our order once to the universe. We don't even have to keep visualizing or keep doing a routine over and over again. Ideally, visualize yourself yourself Once you already send the order, and now all your job is is to go with the flow of your life, act naturally, just like Neville Goddard, one of my favorite law of attraction teachers, used to teach letting go, trusting the universe, suspending judgment, and just go with the natural flow of events. Now, the reason I was inspired to do this particular episode and to talk about this topic in a more broad sense, not just through manifestation. Is that I get so many questions from a lot of young women and young men, people of all ages actually, about relationships especially when they're in a relationship themselves. They often say, why won't my partner commit to me? Why won't my partner propose? Why won't my partner do all these things? I keep asking them, I keep bringing it up. They say, wait, don't do this, or I'll do it, yeah, we'll do it soon, whatever. And they're pressuring either a specific person or their partner or somebody that they like, or they're chasing them like a lost puppy. And all they're doing is further pushing away that person. When in reality, once you already make your needs known and you say, this is what I want and they don't reciprocate it, that's your cue to take a step back. I don't care what dynamic you have in your relationship. If you're married, if you've been together for years, or you just got together a week ago, or you're male or female or whatever, this goes for anyone in the world. When something is evading you, you do not chase it. When something is trying to walk out of your life, you do not let them linger in your door. You let them walk out. We all have heard the saying, if you love something, let it go. If it comes back, it's meant to be yours. And I used to think that was really silly, especially in my teenage years when I used to read all these quotes and all these things. I used to say, if you love something, you hold on to it. You don't let it go. But as I've grown up and now (laughs) I'm 25, I've been through my fair share of experiences, I have realized that all those times where I tried to hold things, hold on to things or keep things from leaving, whether that was relationships, which I've never been in that position with a relationship of trying to hold on to somebody. I always subconsciously knew to let people go if they wanted to go. But when it came to moments in my life or chapters in my life, I desperately held on to it. And it created more pain and more problems and more resistance for me than if I would have just let it go and just moved on, moved forward. So if somebody is not committing to you or giving you something or doing what you want and you've already made that known to them, whether that's in a job or whether that's in a family relationship or a dating relationship, let it slide off. Stop worrying about it. Stop badgering people about it. Stop crying about it and say it is what it is. I trust in the universe so much that I don't give a, you know what, that's the attitude you have to have. And that's the attitude you have to have going into a new year, because we have to let go of all the things that aren't serving us, of all the relationships that we've been watering, these dead plants that aren't going anywhere, letting go of the idea that our life has to be a certain way in order for us to be happy, letting go of the idea that happiness is conditional, when happiness is unconditional. And we have to make sure that we decide either this is what we want or what we don't want. And we're going to let go of everything that is not that or everything that does not serve us. Make a promise to yourself that in 2020, you will change this. Instead of chasing, you attract. Instead of begging for something, you sit back and it's not that you have to stop and not do anything or live an apathetic life. Always go with the natural events and take natural action. Take action that aligns with what it is that you want. It's not about just waiting for the universe to miraculously drop things down on your lap, but it's about putting yourself in a position, making conscious effort or setting the intention for what it is that you want in life and anything. It could be what you want to manifest or just in the way you live your life and then trust. Trust that everything will align, maybe not the way you exactly imagined or the way that you exactly want it to, but the way that makes the most sense to you and the universe through the path of least resistance. When you chase things and put them on a pedestal, you are sending out the vibration of lack. You're sending out this vibration of, I'm not good enough. This is so amazing. This is so much better than me, but you're setting out the subconscious energy that you are not worthy of it. And it's such an incredible big thing, but you have to think of yourself, like we say, in that goddess energy and that queen energy, whether you're a male or female being in that high vibrational, higher self energy, knowing that what is meant for you is for you and no one can take it away. If you have to fight for it and overexert yourself for it and cry for it, it's not for you. Anything that makes you feel lesser than or in lack or in fear or like you're not good enough and you have to chase it and prove yourself and all this is not good for you. It's not good for your soul. It's not good for your higher purpose. It simply is something that you either through ego or trying to prove other people wrong or whatever it may be you're trying to go after, maybe to prove a point, but be real with yourself when manifesting or deciding what it is that you want. Don't ever, ever, ever go after something if it doesn't resonate with the deepest core and very fiber of your being. That way, we simplify our lives so much. We make our lives enjoyable and easier because we're not living a life that's not ours or going after things that we truly, we don't want. We're actually saving our energy for what's important, for crushing those goals, for living our dream lives, for making the impossible possible. But if you're spending all your precious time and energy, which time I would say is the most expensive, most invaluable resource that we have, do not ever waste your time because that is something you will never, ever, ever get back. That's why it's important that we take this new beginning by the horns and we decide this is what deserves my energy. And if I'm not getting reciprocation over there, if that person over there is not appreciating me or this situation is not going anywhere and I'm just spinning my wheels, I'm going to let it be. And if it's meant to be mine, the universe will bring it to me. It's time to let go, just live life, go with the flow and be true to yourself in 2020. So now that we've discussed letting go and why it's important to let go and let go of the desire and just be you being your energy, be happy with what you have, be grateful, be in a grateful energy, guys. I think it's been a while since I've talked about gratitude, but to truly be grateful for what you have and already where your life is right now and all the people in your life right now, that is what will beget more positive and more things for you to be grateful for and also raises your vibration. So that you don't have to do and overexert yourself for the things that you want. They will come to you. They will come to you in a path of least resistance, but you cannot be desperate for things. You cannot be dying for things. You cannot put things on a pedestal because then they'll continue to evade you With anything in life. And it's funny. Let me use an example here because often these dating coaches and these people online giving dating advice, talk about like the no contact rule or not reaching out and this and that, and never being the first attacks and all these, you know, these mind games that people play dating, but there's a lot of truth in it. Because psychologically, when you want to attain something and you put it on this pedestal and you feel like you have to impress the person, like you're the one who has to win them over, that you're the chaser, you see yourself subconsciously as lesser than. And for people who are constantly chasing, especially women who are constantly chasing, looking for validation and dating and all this subconsciously, they feel like they're not good enough. So they need a partner that will help them feel better about themselves. This is why it's important to heal. And it's important to get to know yourself before jumping into dating or a relationship, because if we're not healed within, and if we got issues going on inside, we're always going to be chasing. Even when we don't think so, we're going to get all crazy and worked up when they text us or when they don't text us and that person is controlling you. For example, the times when you've liked somebody and the moment they text you, you just get this great big dopamine rush. It's like a drug. And then one day they don't text you and it's like you hit rock bottom. And at that point, you realize that you care too much and you have put this person on a pedestal and you should take a step back, especially if they're not responding to you, if they're not the ones to reach out, if you're always reaching out to them and it's one-sided, that's your biggest cue to just delete their number and move on. And then I get people who are like, well, Isabel, how does that even work? What if I really want them? And they're amazing. They're perfect. And there we go. The pedestal thinking. You subconsciously want somebody like that because you feel that you need to be completed by them. And I know I'm going off on a tangent here. (laughs) It's such a good example of what we do with anything in life. We chase things or we want to attain or manifest things to fill a void within us, to kind of make us feel better about ourselves or our lives. We think when I have this job or I have this amount of money, or if I can pay my bills, you know, this month, everything is just going to be perfect. Everything's, and it's such, that's such a false story that we tell ourselves. We have to change the narrative and tell ourselves now, and change our stories to be about unconditional, free-flowing happiness, gratitude, enjoying life, enjoying where we are right now and not thinking that everything that we want is somewhere off in the future. And once we attain it, we'll be somehow miraculously happy or healthy or all these things. Being in the energy of what you want right now in the present moment is true mastery. And letting go is so important. Like I said, using that dating analogy, when you take a step back, when you stop texting them, stop liking their photos, do no contact, it's like they come to you. You know, it's like whenever you're going through a breakup and you finally get over them and then they text you or they call you and they're like, "Hey, can we fix things?" and you're like, "But I just I just got over you. Why are you?" And it's because that energy, guys, the energy you're sending out You think that people don't pick up on it. You think that people that perhaps aren't as awakened or whatever, the common person on this road doesn't feel your energy. Everyone can feel everyone's energy. Some of us are just more receptive to it. And if other human beings can feel energy, the universe is just continuously, you are continuously feeding that vibration out into the universe. And that's what you're continuing to get back, letting go, going with the flow, enjoying life, being relaxed. This is power. This does not mean that your life has to be perfect and no problems at all. Everyone has something going on in their life. We all have different crosses that we carry in life, but it's about your response to these certain things. It's about your choice of how you're going to handle it. If something doesn't go your way, are you going to go force it and go crazy and waste all your energy on it? Or are you just going to say, you know, I trust that everything is going to go the way it should. Everything is rigged in my favor. I already did all I can. Now it's time to let go. And if you're trying to hold on to a situation or a person or some kind of facet of your identity or your ego, understand this. What we hold on to is what controls us. Let me say that again. What you hold on to is what is controlling you. That may be a hard pill to swallow. But think about this. When you're trying to manipulate a situation, you're not half-assing it. You're going all in. Let's say you decide to take revenge on a person, which I do not like anything to do with revenge. I don't. I believe in karma. Whatever somebody does wrong, they're going to get it back. So I don't take revenge. I don't care what people do wrong to me has nothing to do with me. It's all about them. I feel bad for them. But if you decide to go on this crazy revenge journey (laughs) against somebody, that is all consuming. First of all, you have your emotions in there. Anger, frustration, vengeance, all these negative emotions that they have elicited in you or their actions have elicited in you. And now you're taking all this energy and putting it towards them. They're controlling you. You think that you're in control of the situation? You think you're in control of them, that you're going to somehow affect their life in a way. Perhaps you will for a second, perhaps whatever revenge you're going to take on them, which I hope you guys aren't doing this. This is just an example, please. If you're thinking about taking revenge on somebody, hopefully this is a wake up call to you to not do it. It's just not worth it. You will probably affect their life for a day, a little while, whatever happens to them, but then they're going to move on. And then all that energy you send out to them comes back to you and they're still controlling you. You think you were controlling them? They're controlling you now. Them living rent-free in your mind and taking up space in your heart and your mind everywhere. They are in control. They rule your life. But if you were just to let go, trust everything, the universe, whatever, will respond to their energy, whatever bad they did or whatever happened, because everything we send out, we get back, then you'll see you'll come out winning. You'll be able to move forward with your life And whatever they did to you or whatever actions they took will no longer affect you. It's almost like it didn't even happen. That is why letting go is so important. Because when you let go, you undo those bonds and those chains of life or whatever circumstances you were dealt and you're free. Isn't it great to live your life free? And not free in the sense of like, oh, I do whatever I want because we all have responsibilities. We all have things that we have to do in life, really. But it's free from mental bondage. It's freeing your mind and your heart and your spirit, which is the most important freedom there is. Mental freedom. Freedom from attachment. Because as the Buddha said, attachment is the root of all suffering. Now I've compiled a list here that... I think would be good for anyone going into a new year we are thinking of cleansing, letting things go and starting fresh. And you can also feel free to make a list of things that you want to let go. Maybe habits that you've been doing, certain mindsets or ideas or feelings or people or situations that you know do not serve you and are only controlling you. Be very mindful until the new year and even into the new year. What do you want to let go of? The first thing I would say is important for us to let go of at any point in our life is expectations. The idea of how your life should be or how people should act and instead taking life for exactly how it is right now, taking people's behaviors exactly how it is. Because if we're constantly waiting, pining for something to happen or to change or to be different or to be more of what we want, we could be left waiting forever. So accepting things as they are is not necessarily complacency, but it's being mindful of what actually deserves your energy. Your energy is everything, guys. We have good energy, strong energy. We can do anything. We have weak, low vibrational energy. We're going to find problems at every turn. Also release expectations of others and what they do or what they fail to do for you. If somebody doesn't want to give you what you want or what you asked for, you're getting a sign from the universe. This is not your situation. And it's also not your job to try to change people or change how they think or change what they say or change what they do. They are a unique universe all in their own. To think that you can influence them somehow to change for you, again, that's in the vibration of lack. the vibration of desperation, that's not good, but instead focus your intention on what you can change and that is yourself and also release the expectations of your plans. When things don't go as planned, instead of beating yourself up about it or looking into the past and thinking, what could I have changed? What did I do wrong? All these negative emotions and feelings, let that go and instead adapt, adapt to the changes in your life, adapt to perhaps the unexpected and have fun with it have fun with the unexpected. I think that when things don't go as planned, it's kind of like the universe stepping in and it's like, oh, actually let's go this way. Because the universe does as we manifest, as Neville Goddard talked about. When we imagine and we visualize, we plant a seed. And then it's just up to us to make sure we're in a good vibration, but we don't have to do the universe's work for it. If we actually step in, in place of the universe, we stop. manifestation from coming so if the universe steps in on you and your plans see it as a blessing see it as perhaps the universe protecting you from something that would not have gone good it's all about perception guys that's all life is that's how we make life more fun and enjoyable and easier changing our perception secondly a thing you should let go of is forced or one-sided relationships if it's one-sided it's not a relationship it's a waste of time and energy. If you're not being met halfway by anyone, be it a friend, family member, perhaps a spouse or your partner, don't go the extra mile. Take a new direction. This is the thing is when you're out in the desert, then you're really thirsty and you're walking and walking and walking. It's so hot. You begin to see mirages or illusions and you start walking towards it, walking towards it, and it keeps Being further and further away, you feel like you've been walking for days and you still haven't reached the mirage until you get to the mirage, this beautiful oasis, and then it disappears in the heat. You've realized you actually haven't been walking that long and you're really thirsty, you're desperate, you're lost, and things aren't exactly what they seem to be or what you thought them to be in your mind. This is how we have to view relationships. You keep going further and further and further. And trust me, guys, I'm a giving person in my relationships. I'm very, very loving to everyone that I love. But to those who in the past didn't reciprocate or didn't appreciate it, I didn't keep going and going with more love and more love and more chasing more. No, I stopped. I realized what I want or my expectation or what I was trying to force was not real. Usually with one-sided relationships... Or forced relationships. We have this big ideal in our head or this big image or illusion or a mirage that we've created. So that's what keeps us going forward. Even when those people repeatedly show us that they're not showing up for us. Even when those people repeatedly show us how much they care about us, which is usually nothing. Every time we reach out to them, it's like you're talking to a wall. Those type of relationships, they never reach out to you first to see how you're doing. It's always you. That's because you've created a mirage. And you think that by giving more and more and more love and attention and keep walking towards it, walking towards it, you think it's really going to be there, but it's not. You are desperate for something, which I might be calling some people out here. You could just be desperate for a friend, desperate for attention, the feeling of not being alone. Because a lot of people can't handle being lonely. And if that's you, if you can't handle being alone That's something you need to fix within yourself and not try to quell it in another person or in a relationship. So don't fall for illusions and mirages in your relationships, especially if you know you're desperate, especially if you feel lack. If you feel lack about anything in your life, that is a good indicator that it's time for you to stop, take a step back and reevaluate. You don't have to be like a train at full force moving forward in anything. Go with the flow. And same with people who are trying to force you into things, people who are trying to manipulate you and be aware of anything that feels forceful or not good or just doesn't sit well with you. Let it go. Don't feel guilty. Just let it go. Often our intuition tells us certain things about people or situations, and we're afraid of hurting the other person or just ruining things or ruining other people's expectations of us or of our lives and things like that. And then we go along with things and our intuition, our higher self is like, red flag, red flag, red flag. And we just can't. We're just continuing on in the same thing and the same thing until one day it all comes crashing down because it's like your castle's built upon just sand and suddenly it all comes and topples down. Next. Letting go of desperation, tricky one for a lot of people because a lot of people don't even know that they're being desperate, but know this guys, anytime you feel an anxiety or like a need to rush, unless you know, this doesn't apply to everything because a lot of times we're working through deadlines or we're doing work in our life or working towards our goals and it's important we get things done by a certain time. That's different. I mean desperation in your life, in the timelines of your life, wanting things right here and right now. First of all, that's your ego. You might have to get your ego in check. Why do you want it now? Are you going to die if you don't have it? No. Of course, if it has to do with your health, things like that. Of course, there are exceptions to this, but you're not going to die if you don't have someone in your life. You're not going to die if someone doesn't commit to you. You're not going to die if that guy or that girl doesn't text you back. You're not going to die if you don't get everything you want right now today or in the next month or in this next year. If you're desperate for something, you are frankly in the vibration of lack. You believe that what you have now is not good enough, that you need more. And what makes you think that you'll be happier with more if you're not happy with what you already have? So in those moments of desperation, it's important that you go within And you start asking yourself some questions. Why do I want this? Why is it important for me to have right now? Why am I allowing my desperation for this particular thing control me? You are so much more than what you're pining for, going after. You're so much more than these goals and these dreams of yours. But you have to decide that for yourself. You have to decide your worth and know your worth. That's how we get rid of desperation. We got to be in that energy of just relaxed, sitting back, living life. And then you'll see everything will just come to you. All you got to do is send out the vibration of what you want. Say that's mine. I know it's mine. I trust the universe. This is exactly what I want. I'm specific. I will live my life according to what it is that I want in my life. My thoughts, my feelings, my actions, my words, everything is aligning. So now I trust it's mine. Why the need to worry? And if it doesn't come to me well, it means something better is coming. Something better is here. Perhaps I need to open my eyes and look at all the abundance in my life. Look at all the opportunity. Look at all these great gifts and these great things. That's how you get out of desperation. You're good. When you know your worth, you're never desperate for anything. Be in the vibration of gold. Why do you think gold has so much value? Something that never loses its value, it actually increases in value as time goes by, that everyone wants. That's the vibration you should see yourself as. And I have this beautiful golden baby Buddha statue that always has this finger on its mouth, like a shh motion. And he's smiling and he's cute. And I love this statue so much. And that statue always reminds me of the energy I need to be in. Quiet, shh, calm, still, relaxed, happy. And anything that does not put me in that state is not worth my time or my energy. And I believe that everything is figure outable. Everything has a solution. So don't worry. Worrying just makes things worse. Doesn't make things any easier. I know it's easier said than done, but everything in life is easier said than done when you get down to it. But it's just a good philosophy to adapt. Next thing to consciously let go of in the new year are things outside of your control. What are things outside of your control? Other people's actions, other people's words, their feelings, their thoughts, their perceptions, the past, and anything you can't change. Letting go of these things makes your life just so much easier, so simple, so carefree. The problem is that we're so much in our ego sometimes. We think that we can change the way people think or see. And actually, if you believe in the premise of everyone is you pushed out, you will know to a certain degree, actually to a very large degree, we can influence and affect the world outside of us. We are vibrational powerhouses and our vibration can literally change a room, change its vibe, either negative or positive, And also the way people see us can be changed, but it all has to come from within. Instead of trying to change a person or what they're saying or what they're doing, change yourself. Let go of what people think, because first off, you're not putting them on a pedestal, you're not giving them a ton of power over you, so not caring what people think is a form of taking your power back. So in order to take back your power, You gotta release, you gotta let go of what is not serving you. Focus on the big kahuna in your life, and that is you. Focus on your thoughts, on your energy, on your feelings. How are you talking to yourself? How are you talking about your life? How are you talking about things? Are you talking in a very negative, pessimistic way? Saying, oh, I'll never do this. Oh, that's so hard, it's so impossible. Well, if you say that, your words are a magic spell like I talked about in the last episode, then that is what it will be. If you say something's really hard, You think the universe works with reverse psychology? You think that by saying, oh, this is so hard. The universe is going to make it easy. Or, oh, poor me. It's so hard. Oh, my God. Or, I don't want it. I don't want it. The universe works with your energy, with your vibration. And that is what the universe is responding to. So by saying, oh, this is easy. This will be good. This is fun. I'm actually really good at this. I thrive at this. I'm very smart. I'm very capable. I can take this. You know, you don't have to live in the three dimension or be molded by it. Go up to the fifth dimension, high vibrational dimension, a dimension that is directly responding and correlated with you as a person, which is a whole another topic for another episode. Definitely. But what I'm trying to get at here is instead of trying to change other people or outcomes or all these things go within kind of like the Michael Jackson song, start with the man in the mirror. That's where we all have to start. If we want to change the world, we have to start with ourselves or else we'll never get anywhere. We'll always feel tired. We'll feel drained. We feel like we can't do it. So you have to make sure that your cup is full and replenished before you can start to affect things positively outside of you. One way that I like to look at life is think the mind, our thoughts, all those things, it works inside out outside in. So start with your mind, with your thoughts, changing your thoughts, changing your belief systems, and make sure that this new belief system that you set for yourself reflects what you want to see in the outside world. Finally, something that a lot of us should focus on myself. I did a lot of this, this year alone, letting go of the past healing. It's important that we let go of the past. Does not mean that it never happened, that we don't have beautiful memories, or that we have to forget our memories and all the good people and all these things. It's not about that, but it's about thinking that your best days are behind you or beating yourself up for something that you might've done in the past or something you didn't do or whatever, replaying bad events in your life, thinking how you could have done differently or thinking of the good old days and how everything was better and how this partner, how you wish you had them back, whatever. No, we're starting a new, beautiful decade. You guys. Holding on to the past is only going to bring that same energy from the past into your present and into the future. So stop. Being nostalgic and thinking, oh, I turned 30 this year, or I turned 40 or I'm this age or whatever, so I'm getting old, so I'm not going to enjoy life anymore. That is a myth. That is a lie. That somehow because you're getting older or your circumstances are changing, life is always changing. But you do not want to be somebody who's perpetually stuck in the past. We all know people who are stuck in the past and frankly, they're not the best people to be around. Their vibration is probably not the best. They're always regressing instead of progressing. They let themselves go. And yeah, I'm a person, I'm, I'm guilty of loving old music and always into nostalgia and those things, which is great. I think it, you know, whatever. I love it. I love that stuff. It reminds me of a good time, but I also refuse to buy into the paradigm that my best days are behind me. Always believe your best days are about to happen. Think of all the things that haven't even happened, all the good things that haven't even happened. Your best days are ahead of you. And frankly, every day above ground is a great day. Every era in our life is a great era. Being alive is a great thing. The past doesn't exist, only exists through our memories. And if you're a person that needs to heal from the past, I have an entire video on YouTube called How to Heal and Move On from the Past, where I go really in depth on this. But what I really want you to get down to is not trying to change the past. But instead, enjoying the future, enjoying this new decade, enjoying what's in front of you right here, right now. That is what it's all about. And bring forward into 2020 all of the energy that you want and none of that stuff from the past. Wipe it clean. Clean slate. Brand new book. We're starting here. It's a brand new beginning. You have the power to change it. But it's about letting go of what doesn't serve you, letting go of what you can't control, letting go of past issues and wounds and people and relationships and all this, it won't have power over you unless you want it to. So go forward, go forward in excitement and happiness and joy. Get excited for the new year. Get excited for this new beginning. Don't think it's going to be more of the same because I promise you it is not. Things will change drastically, but it's up to you to decide what kind of change you want and what kind of change you welcome and go with the flow of your life. We're here to enjoy. We're here to laugh at the odds and live our lives so well that death will tremble to take us by my favorite, one of my favorite authors, (laughs) Charles Bukowski. And with that, I will leave you for today's episode. I hope that this inspired you, got some fire lit in you to just be you, own your life, own who you are, own your desires keep moving forward. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. I love you all so very much and always remember this. Actually, I forgot. Don't forget to follow me on social media. I'm on Instagram and YouTube and Twitter. The links are always in the description of these podcasts. And always remember this, my angels, no matter who you may be in this life, no matter where you may be in this journey of yours, no matter what you're doing, no matter what you look like, your true beauty, your true worth, and your true power always come from within. I love you all, and happy 2020, happy roaring 20s, happy new decade. Let's get this show started.